Hi, you've tuned in to the Lovely Travels podcast where we talk about all things travel and adventure. My name is Emma Lovell, also known as Lovely, and I have a mission to visit every UN-recognised country in the world while raising awareness for mental health. Join me as we revisit some of my past adventures, speak to fellow travellers and interesting locals, all while following the journey to 195 countries. I'll be joined soon by my co-pilot, Darius, in Germany. And sometimes we're even going to hit the road together. Make sure to join in the adventure by following me on Instagram, Lovely Travels. You can also join our Facebook group, Lovely Travels Community, and learn more about us at the website, lovelytravels.com. But for now, it's listening time. Travel vicariously along with us. Hello and welcome everyone to the Lovely Travels podcast. Yes. Emma, are yes. you here? I am. I'm here. Hello. 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 Um, Hello. It's a special episode. We always every episode is special, but all for their own reasons. And this time, it's our first uh, repeat customer, another satisfied customer, back <laughs> for more. Um, it's Danielle again, Danielle Filand. She can't get enough of us. She wants. Yeah. Look, to be honest, uh, Danielle and I love talking uh, to each other, to the abyss, to anyone. So <sighs> we probably could like do every episode. So <laughs> we have to ration. Right. Should I be worried about my position as co-host? If you ever get a little tickle in the throat or a bit of a cold, uh, Danielle will step in. So. Huh. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. You're safe. You're safe. You're the co-pilot. All right. Don't you forget it. <laughs> what are we talking about today? I should know. I recorded it. <laughs> you recorded it. Um, we're talking about packing tips. Yes. So have you have, have you um, do you have how do you pack? When do you pack? I'm a, I'm a like late at night before the day of travel person. Oh, you're going to give Danielle nightmares. Um, I'm I've I've come a long way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, I did horrify poor Danielle on one of our trips. (laughs) Um, Is it safe to say she's a little bit more organised than we are? Just a touch. That's why we have her on so that she can give us her tips. But, you know, we discussed discussed preferences as well, Um, you know, uh, there's not a necessarily a right or wrong, wrong way. <laughs> Danielle would disagree, but um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's preferences. Anyway, you were telling me a fun thing though. Your mum would say about packing. Oh yeah. Um, so when mum has travelled to Europe to visit, she arrives with like a teeny tiny little roll-on uh, hand luggage suitcase, um, and this is even like in winter in Europe, and she just borrows you know, clothes wherever she is. She yeah, she's quite happy to to or just just go shopping, like op shopping, uh, wherever she lands and, and just picking up a couple of essentials there. So she I don't know how she does it. I don't know. It's pretty cool. It's it's, it's pretty impressive. She's very, very easygoing and just uh if she's missing anything, she'll just borrow it. I love that. And that's I mean I I you know actually reminded me that yeah when we went to um America you know Matt my my husband Matt had taken 
some like warm stuff, but we went to a football game and they were like, oh no, like it was, it was winter and he's, they're like, no, Mm. that's not enough. So he got lent gloves. He got lent a jacket. We got given beanies as a gift so that we were like, and scarves so that we were like supporters. (laughs) So, you know, yeah. And then we just gave the jacket and the, the gloves back. However, when we went to Mongolia, I had tried to get Matthew, my dear, dearest to um talk about packing and to things he would need but he went with his usual light style and he was bloody cold and inappropriately Mm. dressed half the time so there are times where packing and following a packing guide is kind of important (laughs) uh layers are important i've learned if you have some good layers you can you can cover a lot of the situations yes at least temperature wise you might encounter yeah, absolutely. But you know, we you know we talked to chap before about like toiletries and 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 that sort of thing. So some of that's preferences. But I used to yeah talk, sort of taught my dad because he used to like really stress about packing and would pack like three days before and um, yeah. do like practice packs and all that sort of stuff. And I I just said to him one time like there are very few places that you're going, certainly when he's going for conferences and stuff, where you're not going to be able to buy something. And someone said it to me once when I was like nineteen, like if you don't take it. You can buy it. Yeah. You know, if you yeah. forget your deodorant, you can buy it. If you forget your toothpaste, you can buy it. As I said, like maybe not when you're going to remote rural Mongolia. <laughs> that was like, no, no, we really need our shit. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need our personal effects. Uh, but yeah, yeah, anyway, we chat about all of that. So um, maybe, people, maybe we should get into the episode. Well, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, Let's listen and and, and find out how to pack properly. (laughs) Okay, so back again today on the Lovely Travels podcast and I'm here with Danielle Filan from The Adventures of Poss and Ruby and we are going to talk about packing for travel and travel essentials and the things you need. And we have two very different schools of thought, so I think it's going to be quite the discussion. Welcome back, Danielle. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. I'm excited about this one. I'm a bit of a packing nerd, I think. (laughs) You are. Like, during COVID-19, haven't you been, like, practising your packing? (laughs) Maybe not quite that extreme, but I have been, um, let's say, reassessing my travel kit over this time. The fact that you say travel kit is like, it's just kind of a signal of where we're at. And even before the discussion, I was like, so we'll just like talk about this. And Danielle's like, you don't have a like plan? I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> so she's going to be super organized and I'm just going to be like, what? Um, but anyway, Danielle, can you just tell us a little bit more about your travel blogging and travel life? Yeah, so um, I've got a long and extensive, uh, I guess, travel life, kind of commenced in my early teens with a trip overseas, my first trip overseas with my family, and that bug bit really hard on that first trip, and I've been travelling ever since. I was a Kentucky tour guide for a few years, so that also, um, I think, reassured me that travel was certainly a passion, and um, now I'm the chief adventurer at the Adventures of Possum Ruby. There you go. And being a um, tour guide, you probably would have got pretty good at having to, like, get the bag ready. Yeah, I, I did travel 
pretty heavy when I was a tour guide actually because of course you had to have all the the research and mm. all the papers and and back then wasn't that long ago but back then everything was kind of paper-based yeah so you had but like, still is to a degree like you yeah still, like even though you phone yeah you can't you can't risk not being able to open the phone and, and the spread they don't work the same as yeah Unfortunately, there was no smartphones, Emma, when I died. <laughs> what? How did you even do it? I know. It's amazing. I, I mean, I say this. I say that I'm not very organised. The funny, the funny thing is, I also do tour leading, so people see me as very organised and structured, and I'm like, because I have to be, uh, <laughs> because I'm responsible for 20 other adults. <laughs> But when I'm on my own trips, it's a little bit like I remember going on a trip. I was 18 or 19. Well, I turned up at the airport with my jumper on inside out. So there's a good start because I left the house at four in the morning. Um, I think it was a trip to like Denmark actually. And I opened the bag. You had to like in the airport, they made me open my bag. And my friend <laughs> opened it for us. She was like, oh my God. I was <laughs> like, what? She's like, you've just thrown everything in there. I was like, I know where it is. <laughs> that is like, my worst nightmare. That is my worst nightmare. I know. I've seen your bag, Emma. I'm better now. Like Daniel's a very organizer. I'm like super proud of myself because after that trip, we went to India together, and I did realize the fold in my bag. It's like deep, and the issue is when you're going every two or three days when you're moving place, and also when you're in a place like India where one day we were at a function where I needed my full garments and shoes and bangles and stuff. So you're rummaging to get that outfit. And then I would the next day need hiking gear. Um, and each day I was like, oh, no, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. So shoes are now in this area and uh, like this layer and this layer. The problem was the depth. So I like it was a deep bag and it mm. wasn't, yeah. So that's my argument. <laughs> yeah, I'm not at that level yet. But what I did buy, I saw these American. I bought it myself an American. I went all grown up and I bought myself an American tourista um, tra- carry on, and it's a butterfly case. I love the butterfly case. Oh, it changed a whole new world. My life, and so then for my next like birthday, I was like, I need the um, butterflying sort of medium size case. And I took that on my next trip to India and it just was heaps easier. So I now have a system and, like, because you can see everything. And then I also learned to Marie Kondo fold and then now I literally can see everything in my um, suitcase. So I did think of you. I did think <laughs> of you when I, when I like, at first I was like, oh, Daniel would love this. So proud. But, yeah, so packing cubes, that's your... Thing. Well, look, it does stem, I think, very first off, it starts with your actual piece of luggage. And I think you have to be really smart and conscious about what you're actually doing mm. to choose the right piece of luggage. So if you're doing lots of public transport and stairs and walking and all that, I would always go for a travel pa- backpack because yep. there's nothing worse than trying to drag some wheelie suitcase on cobblestones and I've watched people and laughed at them but also been really sad for them because it's taken them, you know, an hour to get to somewhere where with a backpack would have taken you 20 minutes. Um, and you break your suitcase too. Yeah. You? So definitely I think first up you really do need to assess what you're actually doing and what's going to work and what's not. Um, pick the right 
pick the right vessel for what you're going to put mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and look, that's the thing too, but even with like, a backpack and that takes it takes some getting used to because there are different mm. sections to it um and you know you can pack it sometimes really well when you leave home and then after the second or third night on the trip things don't seem to fit into the pack quite so well <laughs> and uh you don't remember where that pair of underwear were or uh there's one runner missing <laughs> I think the secret of that too is the right kind of backpack. I'm a big fan of the ones that open like a suitcase, not the ones that you have to stuff everything down the top because I don't know how many times way back in the day when I first did my big backpacking adventure, I had a torch in my mouth trying to (laughs) be able to see down into my backpack because I'm an early riser. So at 6am in the dorm room, I'm not switching on the light for everyone to be cranky at me, but I also can't see into the deep, dark corners of my black backpack. So the suitcase sort of opening, I don't know what they call it, oyster shell or something like Mm. that is a really, really good trick for the backpack because then it means you can see it. It might still have a couple of compartments, but it's much easier to use, which leads into packing cells, I think. Yeah, well, my my backpack is awesome. I got a Juta backpack, um, Juta, the brand, and I have like a zip up on the bottom, which is so it means like the whole bottom section is almost separate. Uh, then I've got a zip around... The middle section so I can access sort of the, the body of it then I can go through the top like uh, really I'm gesturing a lot with the podcast so go <laughs> only you know, people can top. see <laughs> yes it's wonderful but like I do do the stuffing I must say but then I also have a zip-up pocket on the inside and a zip-up pocket on the outside and it takes a few trips but I, I've now with the toileting done it a few times so I know like I, I sort of put my electronics in one part I put my medicines and something in one part I, I always know that that this is going to be on top, the dirty shoe, the shoes and the sleeping bag and the dirty clothes are going to be in the bottom section. So you do, you know, just once you decide where things go, yeah, stick it with does it. make it, yeah, <laughs> stick, stick with it. That, it, never stick with for it. The, it never works for the handbag. I'll tell you what, I've de- I just had to it get a small handbag. Work. And then as we were saying, like the suitcase, I mean the butterfly, hard shell suitcase, butterfly mm-hmm. is just a game changer. You can see everything. It's got little extra compartments. Everything's strapped in where it needs to be, and all zipped in. And yeah, it's it's and four wheels, not two. And it stops you overpacking too, because you literally there is an expander, but that is very like the probably the expanded I would explain would be like a winter coat. So you could like put a winter coat sort of thickness and a towel or something like that. So in terms of like. When you're packing it, you really got to be like, if I'm going to buy stuff, there needs to be extra space because you've got about an inch max of softness. Like you, there's no hard stuff going in there. So I find that I, I don't tend to go as overweight or risk overpacking because you can't expand it yeah. the way a material bag. You know, you're bursting at the seams. <laughs> like you're like oh. Sitting on top of it trying to squeeze it down. <laughs> so many years, get in there. <laughs> Um, so okay tell me back I'm not on board yet I'm not on board uh give me a few more years a few more trips with you perhaps packing cubes go 
Okay. Well, I, I think I'm still a rookie, I would say, in the packing cube world. And I think part of the secret of that is having the right sized packing cubes. Um, the big ones are too big. Like you you don't have that many jumpers or that many of those things to put in a big packing cell, I don't think, anyway. So I'm a big fan of the small to medium ones. Mm-hmm. You can put all your underwear in the small ones. You can put T-shirts in the medium ones. You put pants. And it was a godsend on my most recent trip when I did the Trans-Siberian Railroad. I was going from extreme heat in mm. China, like 30, 35, 40, right across to Iceland where it was minus 6. Yeah. So I needed to be prepared for all different climates. So I actually had like a, a summer packing cell which had like shorts and skirts and singlet tops and T-shirts and then I had winter packing cells, one with pants and one with sweatshirts and one with thermals and then one with underwear and it just made it so easy. And then, of course, there's a dirty clothes one that can be filled up, taken yeah. to the laundry. And that makes it makes a big difference when you're dealing with climates. Like obviously like a beach holiday, it's not quite as hard to pack, whereas like a winter holiday or a cross-seasonal, like we had the, Matt and I had a trip where we were going, yeah, from like Cuba in the US. I mean even but in the US we were up in like um, Monterey Bay, which gets quite chilly. It's like never kind of over 24 degrees type thing. So we did need a bit of a jacket and stuff, um, but we went, yeah, from heat and beachy area to a wedding two weddings we had, and then Iceland. So, you know, trying to get all of that in there, you're really going to go, okay, one jeans, one this, one that. What goes with everything? That's it, yeah. where is it going to sit in the bag? And at the time I think I did still have my deep, like, oh, man, I would have loved to have my butterfly then because it just being able to segment and, like, oh, it's just it's, it's been a game. Marie Kondo as well has that the way of packing and are you a roller or are you a folder or what are you I am a little bit of both but I probably roll more than I fold it kind of depends a little bit and I think you hit on it depends kind of on the holiday Mm. like beach holiday I'm totally a roller everything's just rolled up it's teeny tiny in fact a beach holiday I'm probably a carry-on only Mm -hmm. you know sarong bikini couple of summer dresses, couple of shorts and T-shirts and I'm taken care of. But a more complicated sort of holiday, it's maybe it's a bit of a bit of both, particularly when you've sort of got, you know, winter jumpers and that kind of thing. They're probably easier to be flat. Yeah. 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 Primarily I think I'm a roller and it is amazing how much space you save by rolling. Yeah, especially with the backpack, the rolling, yeah. like you're like still rolling it and you're like, and I do I do a roll and a bit of a punch and I'm like, <laughs> it's not got like the level's the same, the level's the same. And then I put a shoe in, I'm like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> or like the sides, i like, oh, the reason it's the same level is I'm just, the sides just fall out. <laughs> yeah, the, the buckles are going, Aah. but um, yeah, no, the, you yeah. said before though, um, travel kit what's what's a travel kit well it's not really a a, it doesn't live in a plastic tub or anything and has travel kit labeled on it but but I guess it's kind (laughs) of like the gear that I I use 
regular trips. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, my wireless headphones, my adapters, um, all of that kind of stuff that's sort of travel, I guess, related electronics. Um, I always take a um, portable drink bottle, but I take mm-hmm. one of those flat pack ones that um, rolls down. I don't know what their technical name is. They're like a pouch sort of. Okay. And um, they're fantastic. Um, I've always got, um, I'm a foodie, so I've always got a knife, fork and spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. And I always have that. I have like. Please tell me you um, didn't have that in India. Were you, did you? Um, may have. There's usually. In India. <laughs> it's, it's not usually, necessary. It's usually something kicking around in the bottom of my little bag. But um yeah, those kind of things. I guess, you know, always the little travel toothpastes and mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. Um I, I I'm not a big fan of like travel clothes, like, you know, those zip off pants and, <laughs> and those um safari kind of looking shirts or those, you know, quick dry shirt or something like that I'm like I wouldn't even wear that day to day so (laughs) why am I going to buy it just because I'm traveling it's because people like to buy shares in Kathmandu yeah (laughs) you know they've been like do you like are you a sponsor of that (laughs) or what like you know you're like seriously yeah Yeah. they just go and buy like an a actual kit of travel things and going going on a trip I mean things that say travel in their title I need safari a beige yeah. camouflage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Breathable. Windbreaker. Quick, quick dry. <laughs> yeah. Packable, yeah. five grams only. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely um that kind of gear is in the in the kit, I guess, you know. Um I got these amazing and you know what? It was my mum that gave me these really cool little lights. They hook on like a little zipper or onto your little bag or anything. They're little LED press button. Oh yeah, I've got one. Mm-hmm. They're super cool. They're great for anything. Like they're good when you're camping. You can just hang them in the top yes. of the tent and they light the whole thing up. You can put them like if you're walking in the dark on the side of the road or something, you can put them yeah. on your jacket or your necklace or yeah they're they're fantastic I think she got them from Bunnings it's definitely a mature person thing I went on a trek I went did the Kokoda Trail last year and um they literally they those lights literally saved our lives uh mm. because the there was an older gentleman on our trip he'd actually done the Kokoda trek he was 75 and had done it 75 times he used to be a tour leader on it so he brought everybody the, the little press lights and gave them to us well oh, thanks and so a lot of us did end up putting them in the top of our backpacks or wearing like you'd wear them as a necklace at night and so yeah I dangle mine and I had a proper head torch as well but I tended to just dangle that one but we ended up having to unfortunately walk at night one time and I couldn't get to my head I just couldn't find my head torch thought I'd actually lost it but I managed to grab that one and this tiny little light in the rain, in the dark, downhills, yeah, lifesaver literally. So, no, very handy and I'm guessing they didn't cost a fortune either. No, they're cheap and cheerful and they're teeny tiny, like they can fit in your little bag and off you go. Yeah, definitely. The torch seems old school but it is certainly very helpful and, um, you know, the iPhone battery runs out at some point or smartphone battery runs out. Yeah. But I can't like torch on my phone. It's like, well, when you took too many photos all day, like I do, yeah. and the light runs out, you're stuffed. 
I had to giggle before. I was laughing quite a bit when you were talking because um, our travel kits are quite different and my travel kit has become now <laughs> zip-off pants. Oh, my goodness, not zip-off pants. Uh, my uh, my puffer jacket, which is sitting right next to me actually. Uh, and yeah. guess what brand it is? Catman I love my um, puff. I've got the skinny puff though, not the fat puff. Mine's a, it's a very light puff. It actually ha- it even came with a little pouch that you can, you know, like a sleeping oh, bag yeah. to material yep. stuff it down into. But I don't ever use it because I just wear it. But yeah, it's nice. I think sometimes the first times you do a type of trip. So I did Kilimanjaro in 2011. It was my first that type of trip. Like I did a lot of bushwalking as a kid, but I and um, as a teenager, but I didn't really do like trekking. So my first trek and real outdoor adventure was in 2011 and I borrowed quite a bit of stuff and then realised I liked it. And so really nicely my mum, my dad sort of, that they were like the next birthday presents. So I'd get a puffer or my outer jacket, um, my backpack, my my, my day pack, my, my main pack, um, all those things I've sort of built up over time. And then now it's really easy. Like so when we went to Mongolia last year, it's like, cool, I need my backpack, I need my day pack, outer jacket, puffer, those um, zip-off pants. Uh, <laughs> I'll just call them hiking pants. <laughs> my hiking boots, hiking my hiking socks. Like, you know, like I just kind of have that. I'm ready. I could go on a trek. And they're, very, yeah. they're quite expensive items. And so once yeah. you, if you do invest in a good one, they are going to last you for years. And then it, it means the, the base of my packing is done very quickly. I've sort of got... My walk, my favorite walking tops. That again, they're quick dry. <laughs> Which when you're getting rained on every day in the Kakara hey, Trail, it's important. Quick dry is it, really important. It's handy. Yeah, I make fun, but um, it is handy. And um, when you slip over in the mud on Everest Base Camp, it is very handy to have quick dry pants. But um, it's nice. It is nice knowing now I sort of have this like inbuilt in my brain packing list that those things got it done I, I do leave my toiletries it's more my um like my mozzie bite stuff and my mm-hmm. the, the, you know there's sort of the travel yeah. items I have a travel toiletry kit like it's ready to go I could go tomorrow I am good yeah. to go my passport is ready to go and my bag is packed <laughs> yeah but I do have that. you learn it over yeah. time which and there are pants that I've got a few, like I bought a few tops in India probably on our trip that are, oh, no, it's probably a trip before, but they were like like a linen top that's, and it's so perfect. It's three quarters. It's got a collar. It's light. And so it just means it can suit a whole bunch of different climates. And it still looks nice, you know. It doesn't have to look like a safari. Like you don't have to look <laughs> like. And there's still those guys, those old guys who wear those jackets with all the pockets yep. so they've got everything on their jacket. And very practical, very practical. Very practical. It's like <laughs> not uber stylish. <laughs> but it's nice to then to have that. And even I've got, you know, my, my standard loose pants. And my, my, I've got my plane outfit. Do you have your plane outfit? Oh, it depends whether I hope to get upgraded or not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so past that. (laughs) It depends on the length of the flight too and what I'm going to do when I get and kind of what time it might be when I get there. Like there's there's so many things to think about when I'm working on my plane outfit. (laughs) (laughs) I've got uh, these loose pants and pockets because I never put stuff in. 
T-shirt, you know, the bra's coming off of the plane. <laughs> Uh, whether I put it back on when we land or not, that's always How a different common. question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, once I'm in that seat, I'm in there. That, oh, it's home. I'm home. I never, people change into pajamas. Are you a pajama changer? No way. No. Good. I'm a lady. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't change into pajamas because I pretty much look like I'm in pajamas anyway. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a hobo traveller. I'm still like the <laughs> 1950s. Like travel is a privilege. You make yourself look nice. Yeah. Oh, they're nice. They're nice. Relaxed. <laughs> I really like, I'm going to have to put up, I know I will put up a photo actually with this. Um, I, I, I always do a photo of me, especially when I've got my backpack on because I've got, you know, I've always got that puffer jacket or something, you know, I've got just ready to go on the plane. I've got a day pack on the front, a big pack on the back and I just, well, let's do it. <laughs> One thing I will say is do not wear white on the plane. So many times, you know, a nice glass of red wine. Oh, and there's some turbulence. Oh, I won't be wearing this white top ever again. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. That's a good tip. And that's so, what about um, what about day pack or like yeah, hand luggage on the plane packing? I have learnt over the time um, to almost pack inside a pack. Mm-hmm. So I've got um, just a, like a small bag and I do like a a little um it's like a zippered little bag of like my book my headphones my snack Mm -hmm. and everything like that so I can literally yank that out of my day pack or the bag that goes on the plane with me and I don't have to fuss about trying to get out a book and then the headphones while I'm trying to get my bag up I'm literally yeah ready to go and on a short flight I'm not even bothering I'm literally just plugging myself into some music for a short flight I'm not trying to read a book or do anything I'm not doing any writing or anything like that I'm literally just chilling out my favorite time is when I'm on a plane Mm. no one can call me no one can ask me to do anything I literally sit up there like the queen of Sheba and (laughs) order my gin and tonic buzz bing bing (laughs) Gin and tonic for me, thank you. And, yeah, I just kick back and I I love it. And I'm not a movie watcher outside of really when I'm on a plane. That's what I save it up for. I find it hard to sit still. But on the plane, I'm back-to-back movies. It's like a movie marathon. Yep. Yeah. I'm all about that. I'm all about that. I hear you. I'm on my staples for the plane are lip balm, Mm -hmm. gum, headphones so they usually that's where the pockets come in so they're usually in the pocket though unfortunately I've done the fallen out of the pocket and lost them thing but usually they go in the pockets um but yeah just that's get it for the plane because just get really dry and having my water bottle accessible there sort of yeah, the things bottle. that I want but agree with the like sub bag because yeah there's mm-hmm. nothing worse than standing there going oh just oh my book oh I just oh Oh, oh, God. oh, I forgot that. And then sitting there in your seat going, it's just above my head. I know, I can see it. I can see it in the bag. But Or putting your passport no. into the back of the seat. Oh. No, we don't. Rookie do mistake. Rookie. <laughs> <laughs> my other thing for on the plane, and this might be an old lady thing, but I um, like. Danielle's not old, by the way. <laughs> she's describing herself as like, she's he's not old. Like I'm a nana. I'm so not a nana. <laughs> She's just well-seasoned. Well-seasoned and I like a hydrated skin. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a hydrated 
face mist. I love it. The one that oh, I yes. used is from the body shop. It's vitamin E. It's delightful and it's the best and you feel amazing spritz it on my mum always tells me off if I'm traveling with her she's like the people around you might not like it I said I'm not spraying it for the people around me I'm spraying it for me <laughs> I said yeah no I got given those a couple of those um I think my sister yeah, my sister used to work at Jolique so she gave me one beautiful and then I got one oh, as a gift amazing. it's one of those things that I wouldn't personally buy for myself but it came in like a stocking or something or someone gives you like oh thanks but I love it and I just even as well when I've been doing camping or just a, a morning where you just wake up you're a bit you know traveling can mm-hmm. take it out of you just to like I just got to go just I'm like yeah. oh I'm awake again and sprit- you know it is the spritz it's, it's a spritz that just Brings you to life. It's usually um, got a little bit of fragrance, which is quite nice. Little, yeah, it's it's also showering a cannon. Yeah. And you <laughs> had a good thing that you gave. Um, Danielle is a wonderful host. I went to stay at her house and um, she had a lovely towel on the bed and uh, a little pack for me, which is so beautiful. But uh, you get the little um, packs of body shop stuff so that you do mm-hmm. have those little sized um, yeah, little sample yummies. sizes, big fan of the sample size. Um, handy to have to be able to, um, you know, if you've left it, you haven't left, you know, a million dollars worth yes, of product in the, the shower somewhere. Um, but you can also, like, toiletries are really quite available, mostly worldwide. So I think we get all hung up on making sure that we've got these ginormous I've seen people traveling mm. with these ginormous toiletry bags and I think what have you got in there that you can't buy anywhere else yeah so yeah I'm a big fan of the smaller size and then topping up and it's kind of fun to shop for toiletries in a country that you can't read the labels yeah mystery <laughs> shopping but mystery you like shopping a, you had a mango flavored thing so mm. like you, we stayed in the same room and I just you, I was like, yeah Oh, oh, Danielle's been in the shower. Oh, mm. mm. and she? you know what I actually do, and this is going to sound like I'm a crazy person. <laughs> I <laughs> do you like you ready? Um, maybe. <laughs> I actually have fragrances for trips, so that it reminds me. I have fragrance memories then for those trips. So, no. um, I went to Japan, and, and I'm a I'm a bit of a body shop fan, but the body shop has a Japanese cherry blossom. Oh. fragrance so when I went to Japan I had that as the shower gel and lotion and it's such a great memory trigger every time I smell it I think of my trip to Japan and like the mango one was my India trip and yeah EG and I used a moringa sort of frangipani fragrance and yeah I I'm a big I like fragrance to trigger memory so no I agree I bought um duty free like perfume a couple times and um getting it you know, on that trip, like I made a point of it on our trip to Mexico. I was like, I am going to buy a duty-free perfume because then that will be the wedding perfume. But like, there, yeah, certainly there have been times where even even smelling it in the airport or something, different ones, you go, oh yeah, that just takes me back, takes you to an era. So, and the mm-hmm. beauty about the body shop is that they do have so many different ones, so you could probably cater to your very yeah. very many trips. <laughs> so, what's Lau going to be? Oh, <laughs> Maybe there's a nice um, green tea fragrance that I'm really enjoying at the moment, so it mm. might even be that. Mm. I have an Elizabeth Arden green tea one. That's actually my travel one because I have all these bulky sort of pretty ones 
but they got horror like the I love the Marc mm. Jacobs, but they got these big fat tops. So yeah. the Elizabeth Arden ones are the slick ones, so they pack better. So I, I have some yeah. things. I know things. <laughs> I, okay, know. You know, I, I see you know some travel packing things. I have Although, to say one secret thing that I think everyone should take, male or female, doesn't discriminate, is a sarong or a scarf because it can be so many things. It can yeah. be it can be a sarong or a scarf, but it can be a blanket. It can be something to sit on. It can. I actually have even used mine as a bag. Like you can just tie the ends together mm-hmm. and throw it over your shoulder as a bag. It, yeah, it can be so many things. Um, you can put, you know, it covers your shoulders if you're going to temples and things. You can put it over your head if you're in a country where you need to cover your hair. And there's, yeah, so many things, so many things. Yeah, it's funny. I literally just was talking to Matt about um, my husband about that before and I was like, I said, I did so well. I feel like on the Kokoda trip I did so well and I was like, there's nothing that I think that I wouldn't have wanted but there was one thing that was on the packing list that I had in there and at the hotel I did a last minute, oh, do I really need all these things? And I left a sarong because I had a microfiber towel and I had something, do I have another thing? But then it ended up getting so wet and also just the t- like the sarong for the covering of yourself. Like mm-hmm. the microfiber towel is great for drying off but it was more for the draping slash, you know, yeah, just running out of the, the shower, running out of the water in, in with your surrounding. Like your dressing gown. Yeah, and a few of the girls did bring theirs and I was like, damn it. And it was so, it was one like, and it's so light. It's the stupidest thing. Like I remember a guy like, that was worried about packing one time we had to get on a flight and they were only allowed like 10 kilos in a bag each and he like took out playing cards. I was like, dude, they weigh like 50 grand. You put those in your <laughs> like, pocket. And he's like, oh, I just really wish I had playing cards. Like, why don't you even have playing cards? And I was like, I did have some, but I left them behind. It's like 50 grams. Like, really? Like, I would have carried them for you, you know? Like, but, you know, well, yeah. you know, you do get into that mindset. You don't know how much yeah. stuff weighs. You don't know. That that was one of my key points as well is don't overpack. You'll so regret it. Underpack. You can always buy extra stuff, but overpacking, you'll be like, oh, and I didn't wear that and I didn't even need to bring this. And you don't have room then to buy stuff unless you're willing to ditch things. So, yeah, totally underpack. I and heard someone why... say once, cut, lay it out on your bed and cut it in half. Yep. Ditch half of what you're going to take. I always do a uh, prelim pack and mm-hmm. just sort of throw things out and throw it out and it looks daunting. And put it on the bed and then yeah quickly do a sort but I used to my dad packs three days before and then does another pack and does another pack and he used to worry and, and stress about it and I gave him my golden advice which was just your advice too which is if you don't take it you can buy it mm-hmm. like you live in a wonderful global world where there are shops and you can buy things oops I'm gonna have to move because I'm gonna run out of batteries give me one second it's amazing how little we actually need when we start to travel out of one little bag and you realise that, you know, you need one pair of pants, one pair of shoes, one set of underwear, well, maybe two or three sets of underwear. <laughs> yeah. Just to say, just in case there's you tend a to, When travelling, you tend to wear the same thing over and over because it works, it's comfortable and you like it. And You've so, got a good travel base. Yeah. Like... Like I said, I've got my favourite sort of travel trousers that I would never go anywhere without a travel top that's always like on the first day. But, um, 
Now, the one the one place, though, the disclaimer for that with the don't worry, you can take it, you can pack it, like you can buy it there was Mongolia where we were like <laughs> Matt didn't take enough warm clothes, definitely couldn't buy it, and also it was like just before we went to the airport to go out into like rural like nomadic country of Mongolia, I was like, oh, just might run to a little shop, like chewing gum, throat lozenges in case, get a dry throat and um, wet wipes. And thank God because the air was so dry and trying to, I wouldn't have been able to get to sleep without those lozenges. And there are no shops in the middle of the um, Mongolian, you know, <laughs> a sort of tundra. No, uh, there are. There's nothing. So that was one place where it was like we packed. We didn't pack like a lot, but we packed a lot of like medicines and things that like worst case scenario things that you're like, okay, what would I want if I was in the middle of nowhere? So packing funny, funny yeah. things on that. Not I'm a lot not, of clothes, but funny, weird stuff. I'm not an extremist when it comes to medication. I'm not a sick person. I don't get sick but I always have this little zip purse that has is my little travel first aid kit and it just gets chucked in every every trip and it's got you know um Panadol ibuprofen um diarrhea medicine um it's got some lozenges it's got some Barocca it's got band-aids got a few of those little things it's got a bandage in it just little things just in case that could probably get you across the line so yeah because if it's not you like sometimes yeah it's someone it could else be someone else help too yeah definitely yeah, yeah. Definitely. and so. I've been that person who's had everything bar I've used up the last Panadol and then like I got yeah. horrible hay fever in um Vietnam from smoke and uh for, you know and I get hay fever but of course I've used up because I'm so used to having it I'd used up my last claret and I was like, it is claritin. Yeah. <laughs> I think Angie saved me as well. It's probably <laughs> I just always have it. So then you yeah. just, if you don't, um, so now I probably have th- three packs in each bag. <laughs> my um, go-to in that kit is aloe vera gel because it just mm-hmm. does everything, like great for mozzie bites, great for sunburn, great for heat rash. Like it's just a winner. It's just, and you can get this tiny little tube of it, which is awesome. Oh, so good. Some great tips here. Um, I think what we've uh, come out of this is that Danielle has lots of tips. Emma has her own style, and knows more <laughs> than she knows more than she lets off. Uh, definitely got better over the years. She's improving. She's, she's improving. She's hey, improving. and more conversations like this will just help you grow your travel kit. Danielle, I'm not buying packing cubes. Like. <laughs> Like, she's going to get it for the next time I see her. She's going to be like, oh. well, guess what? When your next birthday comes up, thank you. I'm going to fill it full of Tim Tams. She's going to spite you. It'll be the chocolate locker. <laughs> there we go. No, thank no. you so much. I, know, I do I do admire. I did honestly um, look on with um, travel packing organization envy at uh, Danielle because she is next level we might have to get a photo or two of some of her packing efforts for the blog and the podcast that will uh, go well for the show notes um thank you for your time and uh we'll have to have you on again to talk to talk about planning yeah for a trip to come back there's probably a packing part two I've got so many things 
but I'm like, I haven't talked about that. I haven't told her about that. Send me the list. It can go. I'll send you the list. You can write the blog for this one. Maybe that's, I'm going to delegate that to you because it'll certainly be more organized than mine. (laughs) Thanks, lovely. Uh, We'll talk to you next time. Thank you. I look forward to it. So if I learned anything this episode, Emma, is to listen to this episode before I go on another trip. Absolutely. That is the the top tip. The top packing tip is to listen to this packing tips episode. And I'm sure that Danielle will be happy to give me any last minute tips. Um, How can I contact her in such a situation? You can visit her wonderful website, which has recently been totally revamped and revised, and it is beautiful. That is at posandruby.com.au. You can find her on her Facebook page, Poss and Ruby. You can find her on Instagram, Poss and Ruby, and on Twitter. I'm going to spell it this time, P-O-S-S-A-N-D-R-U-B-Y. Poss and Ruby. Danielle is Poss. Ruby is her car. It's fun. Uh, that is fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then how can they find us, Darius? Well, you um, just grab your grab your keyboard of choice, make sure your computer's plugged in and that your phone is charged, and then strap in and type in Lovely Travels. Uh, you can type it in on Instagram. That's at Lovely Travels. You can type it in your browser of choice that's um lovelytravels.com um if you've got an email open you can just put us in cc on that it's info at lovelytravels.com um, <laughs> i'm just gonna get random emails from people like this and <laughs> to writing to their tax account i mean it's cc info at lovely travels they might need to know about this <laughs> we have a very strict data protection policy here at lovely travels so your 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 tax information is safe with us um <laughs> You can also go on Facebook. We have a very uh, quite an active group of of like-minded travelers and wonderful humans that congregate around the um, the, the low-burning fire that is the Lovely Travels group. And did you get? We actually have more than five hundred members. Did you know that? It's yes, super I knew that because I am super active on the Facebooks. <laughs> Uh, we have some fun days in there. Actually, we have like um, we usually do a photo on the weekend. Everybody shares what their view looks like. Um, we ask questions about travel and about experiences, and yeah, it's really beautiful. I'm really loving seeing everybody interact. So please come and join us over there. I think it's amazing, like that. There's so many like comments and stuff. Um, I know it's <laughs> probably not amazing for you because you're in the comments, but for me, who only every now and then kicks kicks up the. Uh, the old Facebook. Um, it's very wonderful to see that everyone is so interested. And sorry, I haven't been in touch more. Um, it's not. It's not you. It's me. Everybody, I want to see like this flood of comments in the Facebook group. Hey, Darius, Darius, why aren't you talking to me? Talk to oh. us. Okay, this is gonna. This is going on a tangent. Just come and talk to us, guys. We love it. Yeah, talk to us. Check out Danielle Poss and Ruby. Uh, lovely travels. Um, pack well. Tune in next week for our very special. Oh, wait, if I've got the timings right, I'm probably going to do this quick enough. I mean, no, maybe just just tune in in general. Yeah, just tune in general. Okay, see you next time. Bye.
See you next time. Bye-bye.